There you are. Hey, Will. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think this is my first uh, my first Instagram live, so I wasn't quite sure where to click. So thank you. <laughs> oh gosh, don't even worry about it. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfect. Okay, good. We'll make sure. Yeah, all that's on. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, no worries. I, you know, there's. I, it's not just you. There's almost always, whether it's on my side or somebody else's, <laughs> a positive will verify. Technology. Always something at the beginning. But glad to have you on here. Thanks. Um, so you're principal of two national organizations that support coaching, mentoring for the healthcare leadership um, needs for hospitals in the U.S. Why don't you, you know, in your own words, tell us a little bit about kind of what, what it is you're doing, your journey to get here, and, and your goals moving forward here. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for a million years and um, have had uh, an amazing nursing career in terms of just being able to do all different kinds of things, flight nursing, critical care nursing, teaching all, you know, lots of different, uh, lots of different things. Ended up in uh, hospital administration, was a chief nursing officer, chief operating officer of a couple of different hospitals, and then had an opportunity uh, probably about 10 years or so ago to start my own business. And so um, I focus, so I've got kind of two hats that I wear. One is, um, one is on, the, on the side of the hospitals. And what I do is I focus on uh, healthcare consulting and executive recruitment for hospitals. Um, yeah. And that's kind of been my mainstream, you know, um, career over the past 10 or so years. The, uh, the other thing is that I was introduced to, um, to a product in a different lifestyle probably about five years ago, and uh, a year or so ago decided to um, incorporate that as another hat of business. And so that's one of the other things that I'm doing in, uh, related to health and related to ketones, and we can talk more about all of that. So, Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thank you. Yeah. So and what are you most passionate about right now? If I were to say... Just clear your brain. If you could just focus on one thing right now and for the rest of your life that you're most passionate into, what would it be? You know, I, I would probably say that my greatest passion is is something that's kind of brought the two the two aspects of my background together. Um, you know, being in healthcare, you're obviously exposed to how people live their life, how they are affected by their health, you know, all those kinds of things. And I would say that, you know, what I'm most passionate about is helping people understand that they can change their health, that without our health, we have nothing. I mean, I look at things like, um, you know, the CDC puts out a statistic that says that one in six Americans has at least one chronic disease. And two in America, or four in 10 Americans actually have two or more. That's a really, really frightening statistic to me. And I think we've seen that in so many different ways. But, you know, I, I've heard you talk about how, you know, sometimes we don't even know what our best, best life looks like or what it feels like. And sometimes I think that it's the same thing with our overall health that, you know, maybe we just don't even know what good health really feels like right. and how it can impact those five core things, you know, how it can impact everything in our life. And um, so I'm really passionate about letting people know that there are options that we don't have to look at it as, oh my God, my parents, you know, gave me this or, you know, it's in my history or whatever. We can turn around our health. We can live a better life, a better and with a, a healthier lifestyle. And that's going to affect everything that we do. Well, that's right. Why well, it, it really does, you know, right. It's, 
part of what I'm always, uh, you know, it's like, I feel like people from a 10,000 foot view, like, oh yeah, I know my, my health affects my, you know, my, my, my everything else in my life, but people don't really realize just how much and they kind of take it for granted, I think. And, they think yeah. oh. and then all of a sudden they get it, you know, life's about habits and you get into your habit of you either take care of your health and you exercise and you get enough sleep and you, yeah. you eat well and they eat, eat. And what does eat well mean? Right. I mean, yeah. so like you're saying that there's, it's a very confusing world, um, especially with like living in a, in today. Like, I mean, you lived a hundred years ago. It's like, all right, you know, you didn't really have many options other than right. on your farm, which was all fresh. They didn't right. have the preservatives <laughs> and stuff. So it's like you were getting the goods, whether you liked it or not. And now it's like so much stuff to choose from. And then on top of that, so many people coming at you in so many directions from so many different social media platforms on what's good, what's bad, what you should do. I mean, it's, it's yeah. very overwhelming. So yeah, it is, it is. Let's, let's hear about, so your, your keto is your thing basically right that's, yeah that's you your... know and it yeah and, and not not necessarily the ketogenic diet i mean i think a lot of times people hear that you know they may know things about the ketogenic diet it might scare them it might feel uh like it's something completely overwhelming because it can be it's a very difficult um it's a very difficult lifestyle to follow and if someone isn't familiar with the ketogenic diet i i would just simply say that we're talking about a diet that is very high in fat and extremely low in carbohydrates, three to 5% of your diet being carbohydrates. That is a really, really difficult um, uh, food plan to follow. But when people are able to follow the ketogenic diet, the, their body ends up going into ketosis, just meaning that we've got ketones in our, in our system, in our blood system. Right. And we experience probably optimal uh, optimal human performance, everything from our brain health to our energy, to our sleep, to our mood, to our uh, strength, uh, you know, all of these things. So it's incredible. And when someone is able to follow the ketogenic diet and get their body into ketosis, they are probably going to feel better than they have ever felt in their life. Um, because of that challenge of how difficult it can be, um, you know, I, I was introduced to a product a couple of years ago that is exogenous ketones, meaning that it's something you can drink and put in from the outside instead of your body uh, producing the, the ketones from diet, but a, a drink that you, can, that you can consume that actually puts your body into ketosis in less than an hour and gives you the ability to experience ketosis without having to follow that restrictive of a diet plan. Um, and I think once people experience that, which you can experience the first time you drink it, you kind of recognize that, you know, maybe I've been feeling like crap and didn't even realize it, hmm. you know? All so, right. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, interesting, right? So it's kind of like a way to, as you know, gamification is, is everything about what I'm doing. And, and for those who don't, that are listening for the first time or aren't familiar, my definition of gamification is is using uh, science and you know what we know about the human brain to kind of trick almost trick your brain into yeah. taking the actions that are good for you right so you know reducing the friction to say okay yeah this makes sense and then all of a sudden you start taking that action and and if you can continue to do it then all of a sudden it's a habit and it's on autopilot yeah. right you absolutely i mean and it's, it's all kind of about biohacking you know it's it's like you know are there ways 
to kind of achieve what you want to achieve and maybe not necessarily take the hardest road, which is probably why so many people, you know, kind of turn away from things that might be, uh, might be better for their lifestyle or, or whatever. But yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, it is just a matter of, of trying to experience um, you know, experience a, a, a certain feeling, experience life at a certain level, and then thinking about how can how can you be there? You know, with the with the ketones, when if if somebody is just drinking the ketones, they're getting they're getting the benefit of of being in ketosis. But you know, a lot of people will say, well, what about you know, what if I want to lose? Or I've heard that so many people lose you know ten pounds, twenty pounds, two hundred pounds, whatever it might be, with um, with the help of the ketones. And I think what people have to recognize is that, you know, you can drink ketones, you can get ketones into your system and your brain is going to kind of go on fire. You know, your brain is going to wake up in a way that maybe it hasn't in a while. But if you have a desire to lose body fat, you've got something that's helping to accelerate the fat loss process, but you also still have to, to decrease your, your carbohydrates. You don't have to follow the ketogenic diet strictly 100%. But if you just start decreasing your carbohydrate level, all of the, the aspects of the ketones working together with that are going to help people achieve their fat loss yeah. goals along so, with all the other things. Right. So I feel like this is a good example. You're, this is a good way to kind of gamify transferring over because it's like you're, you're you want to start one of the the core elements of any any new habit you're trying to develop is, is starting small and slow if you try to go too fast i mean 99 percent of people are going to go wait this is yeah. a completely different lifestyle than i'm used to there's no yeah. way right and so this sounds like kind of a nice way to reduce the friction as a kind of an intermediary and then maybe once they as you said kind of get a taste for how that feels and that like, yeah. wow, I really like this. This is, I want more of this. Yeah. And then they can, you know, if they want completely transfer over to transfer over to the full kit, ketogenic keto diet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have a friend who, who's full keto, we'll call it full keto. And it is amazing. <laughs> so I didn't know him pre-keto, but he, he's lost about 150 pounds. God, he's a big, very this. large awesome. yeah, guy. And I didn't know him then. I only know him now. And he's like my size. And yeah. So, but he is, I got to tell you, I don't know how much is nature and how much is, is the keto, but he's one of the, like the happiest, friendliest, coolest people I've ever met. And I do wonder, like, you're, you know, every, I've interviewed several people uh, that are, are keto experts and, and talk about how great it is. And, uh, you know, they all say the same thing, that it kind of it puts you into this, just this, you feel better than you've ever felt. And yeah. I got to wonder... You know, I'll be honest, my instinct has been kind of like, does it though? But the more I hear about it and the more I, I see him, and then there was another friend that tried it and he started to kind of get there and I saw changes in his whole vibe and stuff as well, but then he wasn't able to continue it. Uh, so I do think there's something there. That. Yeah, you know, it's really, I think, uh, I think if you were to talk to your friend and ask him, um, you know, what was it like when he first started tra to transition into the ketogenic diet? Um, it, you know, most people will go through what's considered the keto flu and, you know, you're, you're making a big change with your body. You know, your, your body is used to this standard American diet, which is a very high carbohydrate diet for the most part. And now all of a sudden you're, you know, significantly decreasing these carbohydrates. 
your body goes through this keto flu, which for some people can last a couple of days, some people can last a couple of weeks, and you don't feel good. I mean, it's called the keto flu because you feel like you're, you've got the flu. Right. Um, the great thing about the exogenous ketones is that you completely bypass that, that aspect. Your body goes into ketosis right away and so you don't have to go through that that process so a lot of people even if they want to um, follow the the ketogenic diet or they are following it they do like to supplement with the exogenous ketones because it it helps them kind of avoid some of that transition the difficulty in transitioning that um but you know it's interesting when you talk about kind of the you know the, the mood the attitude you know all those kinds of things um I, I think it's uh, I think it's it's important for people to understand that ketones are a fuel. They are just like glucose is a fuel. But you're kind of transitioning instead of glucose being your main fuel, you've got ketones being the fuel. And your body and your brain especially prefers ketones. And that's you mentioned research before. All of that is based on research. You know, a hundred years ago. Um, that was actually when the ketogenic diet was uh, was discovered back in the 1920s. And it was originally discovered and put together for children that had epilepsy. So we're talking about massive focus on brain health. And what they found was that when, uh, when they're able to get children to um, follow this ketogenic diet, which is what they ended up calling it, um, that their uh, seizures would either significantly decrease or um, or go away completely, and so there was a, a you know there's been a lot of research over the past hundred years, but I would probably say more of it in maybe the last ten or fifteen years because of recognizing that not only is the ketogenic diet and being in ketosis something that can help us. Um, physically, but it's just the best thing that, you know, we can do for our bodies to kind of take it to the, take it to the next level. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting, the, um, the company that makes the, the ketone product that I work with um, is called Prove It. And, and Prove It's mission is, and I love this so much, where their, their mission is inspiring people to become a better version of themselves. To me, that is like, that is so simple and yet so powerful because it's not saying that you have to become this. You have to, you know, you've got to reach this goal. It's saying that wherever you are today, you can take it, you know, you can make it a little bit better, a little bit better. And that might be in how you feel. It might be in how you act. It might be in how you sleep. It might be in, you know, just um, your strength. And when you've got, you know, everybody from your everyday Joe who's able to work off of, you know, drink this kind of a, of a drink and have this kind of a fuel, to all the way up to Olympic athletes who recognize that, um, you know, for them, better might be just a fraction of a second in their timing for whatever their athletic ability is. So um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And I, I, you know, I loved learning about your your cores and the the, the five areas that you focus on because. When I think about what I'm doing and how I'm, you know, trying to preach this whole focus on on ketones, I feel like it impacts ab absolutely every one of those five areas, you know, in 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 how you think, how, how you're performing, how your relationships are, how your health is overall, mentally, physically. So it just, I felt like it kind of it was a great <laughs> it was a great blend, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. No, totally. And you know. These five core areas, it's taken me a lifetime. So I, you know, I had a rough start to, to the world and, um, 
you know, we all, we all have our struggles and I, I'm one of these people that's grateful for the start that I had because I wouldn't be where I am today. I don't think I, I know. And now I wouldn't be my life's mission to be helping other people that may have had a rough start. So, and which is a great way to live yeah. and to live a life where, you know, you're serving, uh, it yeah. sounds cheesy. And I remember I used to think it sounded so cheesy for so many years when people would be like, well, no, trust me, it's about giving back. It's, you know, it's about, you know, giving, and I'd be like, whatever. Cause when you're young, especially it's like, yeah. no, no, me, what, yeah. what, what's coming my way? I want more stuff. <laughs> like that Saturday Night Live sketch, insert that yeah. here. I just want more stuff. Um, but then you realize, like, as you start to get older and wiser, and especially, you know, I think it's really hard if you haven't made any money. Uh, if you're fortunate enough, like me, to have made at least a chunk of money at a certain point, and you go, well, shit, that didn't make me as happy as I thought it would. And yeah. if, that's, if that's all I'm working towards, you know, okay. And then what happens to a lot of people, if they do get to that stage, which unfortunately, a lot of people just spin their wheels their whole lives trying to make money and, and get to that, oh, if only... I had this, I'd be happy stage. Yeah. But then if they are fortunate to, to make money or whatever and be set basically for life or, or whatever, at least have enough to live, then 99% of people then to go chase more because they think, right. Oh, well that felt good for five seconds, but now I need to get to this next level. Right. And this, that's this miswanting that we have as human beings. Um, the Yale, I took this, this course, the science of well being. Um, it's a Yale course. It's, free. It's on Coursera. I highly recommend it Ooh. to everybody. And it just really goes into these miswantings that we have as human beings. And it's got study after study after study um, and how they create this unhappiness in us. They make us less happy because right. we think we want this. We mm -hmm. think we, we have to get the good grades. We think we have to have the good job. We think we have to be the best looking in the room, but it's actually, it's a mind fuck. And it, it, it's, yeah. that's not really the reality because even if you had those things, then you focus, you're just, your brains can find something yeah, else to focus else. on, right? Yeah. Like just exactly. like the block, perfect example, the lottery ruined my life. There's a reason there's a whole show based on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, you look at these beautiful people and you know, how could they have possibly have any problems? They have problems just like everybody else. Exactly. If your mind's not right, if you don't have these core areas, your mindset, your relationships, your physical health, your emotional health and giving back, your career and finances, um, all kind of working together and finding balance in those and continually growing, you're not going to be happy. You're going right. to you're going to be like, what what is that? And if if you try to scratch it with drugs, alcohol, making more money, then you're just you're going right. the wrong way. Right. You know, and it's all it's it just always it makes me think about the fact that I you know, I kind of, I kind of see a, a relationship between being satisfied with something and being content with something, you know, that I, I've always felt like, you know, we have so much to be grateful for in our lives, no matter what our circumstances are, there are still things to be grateful for. And, and, you know, we, we should live with an aspect of satisfaction with where we are today, but yet always, you know, not, not necessarily be content. And that's the balance between, you know, content, meaning, you know, keep going for the opportunities. There's, you know, there are things that if you want to achieve them, you can keep going for it. You can keep achieving it versus what you're talking about, you know, as well, where, you know, you're, you've got, you see all these things on social media and you think that you have to have this certain type of life or look this certain way. 
Um, and that, that has caused a lot of, I think, mental challenges for a lot of people thinking that- Well, depression's at an all-time high for teenagers. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's, yeah. there's no, it's, no, it's not guessing anymore that there's a correlation. There is a correlation. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about the habits that you can get into to in each of these areas, right? So um, obviously with what you're doing, the, the, the eating, the, what you're putting into your body, you know, that's such a huge habit. And, you know, if you're not paying attention to it, oh, what's the harm in a few Cheetos right. or, or this or, you know, late night snack, it's Doritos instead of, yeah. you know, mixed nuts or whatever. Um, do you, is, are there certain habits that you've developed that you want to share with people and, and maybe um, ways to gamify it? And again, by gamify, you know, for instance, um, the example that I just gave, it's like, okay, I level in my cupboard. I know that I'm going for a midnight snack because it's what I do. And rather than try to like use willpower and be like, nope, I'm not going to eat. It <laughs> doesn't work because eventually your willpower is right. going to run out of energy and, and it's, and, and it's, it's going to take over. Or your resistance is going to run out of energy. You replace what's at, what at, what's at eye level with what you want to eat. That's a way to kind of trick yourself, trick right? Yourself. So it's like, if that's all that's there, you've got the mixed nuts, you've got the, you know, beef jerky, you know, whatever it is versus, you know, the, the okay, cookies and the ice cream and these types of things. So is that, are there any examples of things that you do in that regard? Yeah, I, you know, um, I, the one thing I'll, I'll just mention just because you made me think about it is that um, the, the one thing I want to say about the, about the exogenous ketones um, is that they are a tool to partner with your desire for change and and you know everything that you just said we all you know we get hungry we you know we want to eat the first thing we see whatever the the reason why i think this is such a phenomenal tool is because the ketones actually help to decrease your um your appetite and decrease your cravings so when people start drinking the ketones they all of a sudden start realizing you know maybe i don't need that ice cream at night maybe i'm okay without it maybe i you know don't need the cookies or i'm okay with something else so having a tool that can help with you know kind of transitioning those um those behaviors is is really powerful to me but i think for me personally um i I think some of the some of the the habits and some of the things that I have put in 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 place and in my life, the first thing is that I wake up very early every morning. I wake up at five o'clock every morning, um, and I work out. I, it's the first thing that I have to do because typically the rest of the day is going to go to hell, and I'm not going to get a chance to work out later, or I'm going there's going to be too much in the way. So I like to wake up early and and go to the gym it's not the easiest thing to do i mean a lot of people will just feel like oh i could never do that well every morning i feel like oh i could never do it either when the alarm goes off but somehow you just you know you just get yourself into that habit get out of bed within five minutes or so you're good to go you know wash your face brush your teeth get your clothes on um so you know doing that first thing in the morning is it's what it's what starts my mind it's what starts my body it's kind of the whole thing so that's really important to me i'm also drinking the ketones first thing in the morning on my way to the gym so that is giving me some of the fuel that i need to start the day as well um i think yeah. the other thing you know that really helps me is that i i start to prepare the night before so when i like tonight um before i go to bed before i do anything else i will get my emails where they need to be. I will get my, you know, I, I just kind of have to finish off 
not that I'm always done with my projects because I never am done, but I can, you know, I want to make sure that I feel like tomorrow when I, you know, sit down to start working, that I am not completely overwhelmed right from the get go. So it's yep. really important for me to feel like I am kind of catching up with things. I am looking at my schedule for tomorrow. I'm thinking about how my day is going to go. Um, and then it, it just helps me tremendously. I'm even putting out the clothes that I'm going to wear in the morning. That's another thing is just, you know, I'm getting up at five o'clock. I'm half asleep. I'm you know, trying to get ready to go to the gym. I don't want to think about what I have to put on. So it's done. It's there. I'm just putting it on. I'm good to go. Um, yep. I and like that. that. Just, yeah, that helps a lot. Um, I think too, just in general, um, I think, to, and I don't know if I would necessarily call it a habit, but I kind of tend to see the opportunity in everything. You know, there's just, there's so many things around us that if we can see, if we can see the opportunity and whether it fits in our life or not, or maybe it fits in somebody else's life that we know, um, but I feel like that's always been a, a really positive way to look at what's going on around me. Um, and then also just seeing the potential in others. I, you know, I, I, I've been amazed throughout my career um, how many times I've seen the potential in someone when they couldn't even necessarily see the potential in themselves. And it's really been, um, it's really been fun to to have those opportunities to mentor people or to coach people or to give them the tools to recognize that they can take their, their life, their career, whatever it is, um, to the next level. So, um, but I think that, you know, those are a couple of the, the mental habits, I guess, and some of the, some of the physical habits that I do mm -hmm. that just help me, you know, a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. So, I mean, this is, this is, this is the key to life is everybody. So, we all have systems. Systems yeah. are, you know, these, these structures that at some point in our lives, we have figured out how to take one step in front of the next. And as babies, you know, our systems are created by our, you know, our parents basically determine our system, right? And then we start to get a little older and then it's our peers and then it's media and then it's school. And then, you know, sometimes we look at our parents' systems and we go, those aren't <laughs> so good, right? And, right. you know, so, and what's kind of goes going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's a very difficult time to live in one way. We've got all this, just like Stanley once said, with great power, there must come great responsibility. We have all this technology and all this, this the, the yeah. quality of living has gone way up, but yet we're, we're becoming less happy. And I think a big part of it is there's just so much stuff coming at us. And it's like, what system are we using? Like, you just gave us an example of, of, of systems that you're using. And you look at elite athletes and, you know, people that have just crushed it in their goals and, and whatever they're doing, they all have systems, yeah. right? Um, and I think what's frustrating for people is like, you know, they go, oh, well, I want that system or, or I'm going to listen to that person. But we're all different and we all have right. different wants and likes and strengths and passions and we go to bed at we're, we're, we're awake at different times so you can't just copy blind copy somebody else's system exactly and that that's what i try to help people to do is sort of say all right well let's let's create your own custom system because if you it. have if you're going to have one yeah let, let's make sure it's, it's building the most pos possible momentum and growing these main core areas of your life and your yeah. habits yeah, I, I love it. And I mean, and, and it's really true. And you're right that, you know, you can't just look at, I mean, that's why, you know, you buy all these self-help books or whatever it is and, and think, well, here's the plan. Well, that may or may not be something that really is going to benefit you or fit in your lifestyle. 
Um, and, and, you know, sometimes it's just some really simple things like, you know, I've got like three candles burning over here. I, you know, I typically have candles burning in my office, not only for the, the smell and the, you know, aromatherapy kind of thing, but also, you know, I use those ones that have the wicks that kind of make that little crackling sound. It just is so comforting. And, and no matter what the stress is that I'm going through, it just kind of balances things out. And, you know, besides that, now I don't have them here because they'd be making noise, but I, you know, I've got a couple of dogs that are typically at my feet and it just, I don't know, that unconditional love that surrounds me just kind of balances me out a little bit. So it's just some really simple things that, you know, oh. sometimes can just help you cope, you know? Well, it's, it, it, that's it. And, and habits are these things. So that these are, these are habits that you've developed that you've found, okay, these are good, right? And you just, and, and so in a perfect world, you are aware of all the failure habits that are making yeah. you less happy and not allowing you to cope and whatever it is. And you literally just systematically replace them one by one with yeah. the success habits. Because once a habit's formed, that's the cool thing about habits. They, they don't give up. Right. They don't care. They, they're, <laughs> they, they, they do their thing. They compound over time. Right. And so I call it the equation of life. Your repeated actions, excuse me, your belief system plus your repeated actions plus time equals who you will become. And that belief system, the way you look at the world, the actions you take, then, um, you know, that they're going to form the habits that you have and then others are going to compound. And so it's like, what are you, what are you fueling your life with? What are yeah. the habits? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it, it's, it's really true. I mean, so much is, you know, what are you fueling your body with? What are you feeding yourself? You know, how are you moving? I mean, all of these pieces that kind of bring all that together and, and can impact how, how a day goes. Cause we're all going to have, we're all going to have things that just throw us off, whatever we, you know, right. and, and I think even from a health perspective, um, you know, we're all just a phone call away. I mean, from a doctor call, you know, a, a lab test that comes back that, you know, completely changes our lives. And, but I think that we have, we have a level of control that we can take, whether it's how we're thinking or how we're feeling or how we're, you know, physically, um, what we're physically doing for our body to make us as strong as we can physically and mentally to cope with whatever it is that's coming our way, you know? Right. Totally. So, well, I, I, I love it. And so I like to kind of, when I'm wrapping up, I like to talk about, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about some of your habits, uh, you know, in terms of where you're headed. So let's first establish, you know, where do you see yourself in the next five, 10 years? Like if, if you could achieve any just outlandishly big, crazy goal, what would it be? And then let's yeah. talk about one habit that you are going to make sure that you develop to be able to achieve that, achieve that goal. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, okay, so so five years um, from now, I mean, I think that, you know, one of my goals is, as I was mentioning, I have, you know, I have kind of these two rabbits that I'm chasing between my, my healthcare business and my, uh, my ketone business. And what I, what I really hope to be able to do is to be able to kind of shift the balance so that I am able to focus a lot more on the ketone side of things and shift. I, I'll never completely walk away from, from the healthcare side because it's been my life and my career, you know, forever. But I think just to be able to continue to, to shift that down a little more and, and continue to shift um, my focus on the ketones uh, to a higher level. And, and part of the reason for that is because I feel like I can impact so many more people. Um, you know, if there are, if there's just a handful of people that are listening, you know, today that 
uh, you know, decide that they want to start changing their life and changing their health and I can help in any way, that's, that's just everything. So it's not, it's not necessarily a financial goal, but I think if I'm able to reach a high level with the business that I'm involved with, with Prove It, that says a lot. To me, that says I've been able to reach a lot of people. I've been able to impact a lot of lives and in a, in a very, very positive way, whether it's because they decided to come into the business um, and now they financially are, are gaining from that or whether they just decided that they wanted to start shifting their health and the kind of fuel that they're putting in their body. So, um, so I hope that that just continues over the next um, couple of years. And that's really where I, I plan to, to keep my focus. And as far as, you know, kind of that habit to maybe shift away from to be able to, um, to, uh, to support that goal, um, that's really interesting because I would probably have to say that I, I have to, I mentioned before that I see everything as an opportunity. That's really good and that's really bad sometimes because I end up, you know, getting involved with a lot of different things. Maybe it's different programs. Maybe it's different mentors. Maybe it's different... Um, you know, different tools that are out there. And you can end up kind of going down this rabbit hole of learning, 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 yep. and not necessarily doing, 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 doing. Yep. So, yep. so I think my, that is one of the things that I think I have to do a better job of is, you know, taking all those things that I've got today, don't add any more. I got plenty, but really kind of prioritizing them and recognizing that I can't do them all. I can't follow every guru that's out there. I yep. have to figure out who's, who's best, what's best for me, and what can actually take my business to the, to the next level. So that's probably the biggest goal, I think, and biggest habit that I need to focus on. Yep, so action versus, right. Yeah. And that, that's, a, you know, I think that that's a very common one that a lot of people have, including myself. Um, I'm a list guy. I'm constantly, you know, <laughs> when I hear, see something or read something that excites me or then I'm like, yes, that's, that's it. That's the secret to the universe. Then I'll, I'll write it down. And then all of a sudden what ends up happening, I've got all these different things here and it's like, okay, well, but what am I actually doing to put those into play? And are they, are they going to sit there and get, gather dust and I'm going to forget right. about them and never touch them anymore. And that's right. the worst thing that you can do. So, right. I think prioritizing what, you know, knowing kind of where you want to end up. I have this, this exercise, it's called the back to the future exercise. It used to be called the funeral list, but that was depressing where essentially you flash forward to the end of your life and you say, okay, what do I want set at my funeral? And I do it for each of your five course. And to me, that just gets rid of all the bullshit and everything yeah. else that's going yeah. on in your life. And it's like, okay, well, this is what's important to me at the core of my being. This is what I want said about me. Okay. So now it's time to design your life around that and start building yeah. your habits around it yeah that's per that's awesome i mean really it's what's what's the legacy that you want to leave you know whether you're you know running some massive business or whether you're just you know kind of living your life what's the legacy you want to leave that's yeah. it well thank you so much nita this has been a really lovely chat and i'm so glad we got to know each other and thank you for sharing some nice little pieces of wisdom and parts of your system and hopefully again if you're listening out there don't just blindly copy but if some of that resonated with you and seemed to make sense, then absolutely incorporate it into your life. And I hope everybody's out there developing their, those habits in each of their cores on their way to firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Thank you so much, Will. It was great talking to you. And I really appreciate your audience as well.
Awesome. Okay, Nina, you have a wonderful one. Thank you. Thanks, you too. That's it for the five core life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button on this video and pound that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes drop. Also, please fill out the free five core life evaluator quiz. It's a great way to get a baseline of where you are and the five cores and which of the five cores you need support. In addition, you'll get some actionable advice that you can apply and start improving your life in the areas that you need it most. That's it for today's episode of the five core life podcast. Have a wonderful day. Get moving, gain momentum, join the movement. Join Emmett by going to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five cores.